If you enjoy WorkIt, please consider visiting widgetmag.com forward slash subscribe to support the show. Come on, you know we're good for it. Welcome to Work It, a show about work. This is a work of satire containing mature themes. Pour le service en français, appuyez sur le 1. For writer and performer Sam Alamang, please press 2. For writer and performer Janet Mowat, please press 3. For a measured and insightful discussion of this option is unavailable. For a comedic look at remote work, written, performed, and edited completely remotely, like all of our episodes, please stay on the line. Welcome to episode 39, where we're talking all about remote work. Welcome to the future. You get a disease if you leave your home, and the solution is that you are on Zoom all day, staring at little squares of people's faces. Not at all alienating, is it? Doesn't leave you feeling isolated and more like a cog of capital than you've ever felt at all, does it? Nope, no siree. Well, speaking of remote work, pass it here. I gotta change the channel to something else. Folks, thank you for coming to this socially distanced press conference. Mr. Premier! Folks, there will be plenty of time for questions after. Folks, we've seen a dramatic uptake in COVID cases here in Ontario. That's why, as Premier, I am announcing new restrictions. You should all have received a copy detailing these measures. Now I'll open the floor to questions. Premier Dodge, don't you think your rules around self-quarantine are a little lax? Folks, beginning Thursday, all Ontarians will be required to self-quarantine at home or at their friend's home if, and only if, they're watching Can't Miss TV. And what constitutes Can't Miss TV under these guidelines? Folks, people are saying WandaVision is unlike anything Marvel has ever done. Folks, don't miss the two-part premiere Saturday, January 15th. Did you say you were a two-part premiere? Oh my god, the premiere's been cut in half. (laughs) Folks, folks, it's a two-part television premiere. I have not, to my knowledge, been cut in half. Premier Dodge, when can we expect bars to reopen? Folks, bars should be opening by, let's see, 4 p.m. in time for happy hour. How will police enforce these guidelines? And what about evictions? Folks, as for police and landlords ruining people's lives, frankly, IDGAF. This all sounds very irresponsible. Folks, I still have much more to say about my COVID plant. Did you say COVID plan or COVID plant? Folks, I've invented a beautiful new house plant, green of leaf and sturdy of branch, sure to bring joy in these difficult times. Behold my creation. Folks, by injecting a Venus flytrap with pure liquid COVID, my beautiful baby took on a life of its own. Don't worry about the spores, folks. Get this. Have you seen Little Shop of Horrors? Well, folks, we got a little number we'd like to sing. Are you ready, COVID plant? Ready as I'll ever be. Take it away, maestro. As long as I got my body, he's no funny duddy. 
What's the matter, folks? You don't like art or something? No accounting for taste. I never should have cut that arts funding. Where's my finance minister? I ate him. You ate my finance minister. Some taste for accounting. Oh, COVID plant. And a one and a two. This spring on CHAM CHAM TV. It's Can You Hear Me Now, a hilarious new workplace sitcom with a side splitting twist. Did you love news radio? How about those goofballs in Brooklyn Nine Nine? Well, what if all your favorite characters worked remotely? Hey everyone, can you hear me now? <laughs> Quick reminder, webcam's on to simulate being in a room together. Meet Brenda, who just can't figure out technology. So I'll hand it over to Brenda for her weekly report. Uh, Brenda, you're muted. It's, uh, it's the microphone button in the bottom left. Christ, I can't figure this damn thing out. We can hear you now, Brenda. Oh, uh, hi everyone. Okay, I just need to figure out how to screen share my PowerPoint here. Oh, Brenda. See the wacky hijinks of Darren, who has three kids under five and no caretaker while he works. Daddy! 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 Quiet! Hi! Darren Daddy. speaking. Daddy. Sorry, one second. What? I threw up in the dishwasher. Not again. And meet Doris, who lives and works all alone. Phew, that was a good one. Yes, Can You Hear Me Now has all the remote work shenanigans we know and love. Brenda, your camera and your mic are still on. Oh, for fuck's sake. Only on Cham TV. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? If you're talking, I can't hear you. Hang on. Are you starting the sketch? No, not yet. I, oh, what's the point? She can't hear me. Okay, I'm gonna assume you're starting the sketch. Wow, Sam, work has gone remote, huh? I mean, I'm used to socially distancing from you, but usually cause you stink. How about now? Check, 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 check. And not cause you're carrying a deadly respiratory illness. This stupid software. Let's see. Settings, audio, input, play school baby's first podcast mic. Check, check. Can you hear me? Hey, there you are. Hey, there I am. Janet, I can't stand it. Work has gone remote, and I gotta say, I'm getting pretty fed up with these technical glitches. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, normally the only thing ruining the show is the, like, show. Yeah, the writing. The writing, and our acting, and also the production, and our... 
general laziness and trying to improve on these things. Yeah, exactly. Other than that, Work It was pretty much perfect. But now, we can't get into a groove at all. Janet, I hate doing the show over Zoom. Oh, hang on, I gotta deal with the baby. Hang on, you don't have a baby. Well, ever since I started all my work over Zoom, they just started showing up. Oh, great, there goes another one. How many babies do you have there? Uh, I don't know, hang on. There, there. Go to sleep, Ken. You too, Blanca, Dalsim, Balrog, Zangief, Chun-Li. Hang on. You named them? Double hang on. You named them after Street Fighter 2 characters? Championship edition and yes. I can't stand it, Sam. I don't know where they're getting in. I patched all the holes in the wall, even the ones from my last quote-unquote drunken rage. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Rage. Got it. Wait a minute, Sam. Ah, oh, don't tell me you're pulling a tube in. That is what I call it, and fine, you caught me. Ew. Don't blame me. Have you seen the internet? It's so sexy. Like, take this site, YTMND. It's just a tiled pic of Sean Connery saying, You're the man now, dog, over and over and over and... Well, if that's not enough to drive anyone into an erotic frenzy, I don't know what is. I thought they redesigned that site, like... 15 years ago or something. Beats me. I haven't refreshed it in 17. I just sit here, being the man now, dog, and pulling my tube in. Okay, Sam, I need you to concentrate. Hit Command R. Well, okay, but I'll only tube harder afterwards. Uh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? The babies are asleep. You're all tubing out. Let's get back to the scene. Fine, I guess if we have to. All right. Wow, Sam, work it's gone remote, huh? I mean, I'm used to socially distancing from you, but usually because you stink. Gee, Janet, I thought it was because... <laughs> Sam, can you hear me? Hello? Lucky for me, I know a little subdomain to keep myself busy. You're the man now, dog, dog. You're the man now, dog. You're the man now, dog. You're the man now, dog. Do you really You're think so, Mr. Bond? You're the man now, dog. <sighs> You're the man now, dog. You're the man now. Welcome back to Westdale Report. I'm Buddy Powell. In just a few minutes, we'll hear from a cishet white man who claims society is biased against him. But first, here's Donna Spleen with a story sure to tug at your heartstrings. Earl Pummel is doing the rounds of his office building in downtown Westdale. You know, there used to be so many people riding the elevator, they'd have to wait up to ten minutes. And now? Now, there's no wait at all. Not even when the elevators break down. Which is frequent. Earl is a commercial landlord. Not long ago, this building was full of stressed out, exhausted office workers. You had the smell of coffee breath wafting down the hall here. <sighs> Things just aren't the same anymore. But now, the building is silent. Earl, what happened to your tenants? They're... they're working remotely. From an early age, Earl dreamed of becoming a commercial landlord. I would pay my brother to watch the door of our house and racially profile anyone who came over. This is all I ever wanted in life. At commercial landlord school, he threw himself into perfecting the tools of his trade. 
You know, I learned how to make the fluorescent lights extra flickery. I got an A-plus for my research into minimizing natural light in offices. But now, Earl's tenants have all gone. He has no one to practice his finely honed skills on. Earl, have you made any changes to your building to attract new tenants? Donna, I've tried everything. I cranked the AC even higher. I started replacing the one-ply toilet paper within a few days of it running out. What more do these people need? What more indeed? I spoke with Jeffrey Carrot, head of the Commercial Landlords Chamber of Commerce, to find out. Donna, what Earl fails to realize is there's always more he can do to give tenants that unique office experience. Such as? Wow, has he tried starting a multi-year construction project right outside the front door? People love making noise and accessibility complaints, you know. That's a big investment, Jeffrey. Are there any smaller improvements you can suggest for someone like Earl? Oh, sure. Try leaving weird stains on the carpets. Have a fuse blow out every time someone microwaves their lunch. Randomly cut out the Wi-Fi throughout the workday. You know, the list goes on and on. And on and on. Still, for Earl, even those improvements may be too little, too late. Honestly, Donna, my only hope is that supervisors will realize the best way to micromanage is always in person. What will you do if your tenants don't come back? I don't know. Become a prison guard, maybe? I guess I got transferable skills. Thank you, Donna, for that deeply tragic story. Coming up after the break, my exclusive interview with Chuck Scrotum, a shish-hat white man who thinks he's the victim of stuff. Hey, Ma, I said give me raw beef. I ain't no soy bar. The world's most remote workers. Hi there, I'm an accountant. I work at the top of Mount Kilimanjaro. Think there's not a lot of accounting up here? Think again. The Cape Buffaloes always file their taxes at the last minute, and dictics never hang on to receipts. Plus, all the icicles on my little green accountant visor keep jabbing me in the eyes, and I can't see where I'm going, though I haven't fallen off the mountain yet! Howdy, friend. I'm a pizza delivery guy, living my best life deep in Oceania's rainforest. I just wait for a call, and... Papua New Guinea John's Pizza, Biff speaking. Yeah, one large pepperoni. Can you hang on a second? Hey, chef, how are we for pepperoni? Oh, yeah? Hey, listen, pal, we're just out of pepperoni at the moment. How do you feel about poison frog? All right, great. It'll be, oh, three weeks. See you soon. Hey, Mac, what's it like to be Mars's first sanitation worker? Meh, it's all right. I drive around in my truck. When I see some dirt that looks dirty or a rock in a rude shape, I toss it in the back of the truck. Gotta keep the place clean. I hear Elon is blasting his kid up here any day now. Double XL or whatever her name is. Hang on. Hey, I can't take this. <coughs> Saturnian slime spores need to go in the bio waste center. <coughs> because they feed off the garbage and devour nebulas, that's why. <coughs> hey, same to you, pal. I'm a podcaster. I live in a hell of my own creation. <laughs> I'm all alone here. Just me and a collection of references of things I liked as a kid. Undertaker, Eek the Cat, 
Chub Rock cassettes, well, you get the idea. I deserve this hell. <laughs> I can't wait till they toss my carcass in the back of a Martian garbage truck. Ah, my ride's here. Hop in, Mac. Huh? All in a day's work. to the Shopping Network. I'm your host, Casey Wankham, and today we're going to learn about an incredible new product you're going to love. Let's welcome our special guest today, Mitch Talcum. Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome, Mitch. Now you're the founder and CEO of Work Love Inc. Tell us about your new product. Sure thing, Casey. Folks, how many of you are currently working remotely? Yeah, most of you, eh? And what's the worst part of working remotely? Casey, what do you think? Well, Mitch, the thing I miss most when I work from home is the commute. What do you think, folks? Do you miss commuting? Exactly, Casey. Folks, if you miss sitting for hours every day in traffic, if you miss waking up at 6 a.m. to catch your bus, then let me tell you about Magic Commute. <gasps> wow, Mitch! It looks like this kid has everything. Walk me through it. Sure thing, Casey. First of all, check these out. Golly, Mitch, 87 life-size blow-up dolls. Yes, Casey, these dolls capture the experience of being stuffed like cattle in a subway car. How does this make you feel? Really cramped, Mitch. Like I have no personal space. But wait, there's more. These dolls are outfitted with patented nasomatic air blowers that are just like human exhalation. It really does feel like they're breathing on me, Mitch. It's kind of moist. That's right, Casey. And thanks to the wonders of AI, random dolls will enliven your commute with petty theft, unwelcome physical contact, and awkward conversation. Your hair smells nice. Now, how about you stay there for 85 minutes just like your normal commute, Casey? Ha! I wish, Mitch, but it's time to move on. Aww. Don't be sad, folks. We're just getting started. How many of you miss commuting by car? You know, my husband sometimes bashes our car with a rake just to make up for the lost wear and tear. Your husband and thousands like him, Casey. But I've got great news for you. Magic Commute gives you all the best parts of your old car commute as well. Check this out, Casey. <laughs> is, is this car exhaust, Mitch? That's right, Casey. This machine generates a custom blend of carbon monoxide, nitrogen, sulfur dioxide, benzene, and pure unfiltered formaldehyde. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's just like the real thing, Mitch. <laughs> I wonder if we can... Turn off this exhaust generator now. But wait, Casey, there's more. Oh, it looks like I'm trapped now. That's right, Casey. If you call the number on your screen right now, we'll include our rando tardy shackles absolutely free. Shackles, Mitch? Oh gosh, that exhaust. Oh. Yes, the rando tardy shackles deploy completely at random and they hold you in place for an indeterminate amount of time. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I might be ugh, unpredictably late 
for work or starting a <laughs> dinner. That's right, Casey. Just like a traffic jam or a transit delay. <laughs> Mitch, I think we've got a good idea of the product now. <laughs> One last thing, Casey. If you order your magic commute in the next five minutes, I'll also throw in a free Crashomatic car crash replicator. That's right, folks. We thought of everything that used to make your commute great. Uh, I'll just say Casey's line while she receives a touch of medical attention here. Clear. That, that's right. <coughs> that's right, Mitch. Just call the number on your screen and say, I want Mitch's magic commute. See you next time, folks. We're losing her. This is Casey Wakeup signing off. Ah, it's a fine morning, men. Johnson, be sure to scrub that poop deck, there's a good lad. Aye, aye, sir. Ah, patrolling the open seas for His Majesty's Royal Navy. Could there be any greater freedom? Sir, a message from the Admiral's just come over the wireless. Oh, damn and bless these new communication machines. Well, Ensign Carter, what does the Admiral want? He wants to know why you haven't checked in yet, sir. But dash it, we sent an Oswell half an hour ago. He prefers quarter-hourly check-ins, sir. Oh, that's ridiculous. All right, please send an Oswell to the Admiral every 15 minutes, Carter. Aye, aye, sir. You'd think you'd trust me to do my bloody job, but no. Sir, something spotted off the port bow. Germans, Johnson? Could be, sir. Right. Battle stations, men. That's it. Step along smartly now. Sir, message from the Admiral. Confounded, Carter. Another one? I'm busy. He wishes to know how far along you are with fighting the Germans, sir. We're getting ready to fight them now, right this moment. He wants to know why you spent the whole morning not fighting Germans, sir. Now see here, Carter. This really must... Enemy sighted, Captain. Port bow. Jerry's closing fast. Oh, stand by. Look, Carter, tell the Admiral I'm fighting the Germans as we speak. Aye, aye, sir. Great, men. Steady now. Gunners at the ready. On my mark. And... Fight. Sir! What? The Admiral would like a word. But by Morse code? Tell him there's a German frigate here and I can't. Aye, aye, sir. Dash it, we're under attack. Artillery ready and... Sir! The Admiral insists that you join him for a meeting this instant. Oh, hell. Enemy planes incoming, sir. Oh, won't be a moment. Right, Carter, what does the Admiral want? He says <clears throat> he's concerned with your performance, you're not meeting daily targets for dead Germans, you're taking an extra five minutes on your tea breaks. Uh, sir, he says it's too late for that. He thinks you're not the best fit for this organization, sir. We're sinking, sir. Abandon ship. Also, the Admiral says he doesn't want to beat around the bush any longer. Fight, but listen, we must abandon Sorry, there's more. Uh, he values the time you've had with the Royal Navy, but perhaps it will be best for everyone if... <laughs> Hi everyone, Janet from Work It Here, and I wrote that last scene. Did you like it? 
Yes, we all enjoyed a good laugh at people with bad accents dying horribly. But listen, remote micromanagement is no joke. Every day, millions of remote workers deal with supervisors who don't trust them to do their job. It sucks a lot. So remember, don't be a dick. Don't micromanage. Oh, hang on a sec. Hello? Uh, hey, Janet, it's Sam. According to my screen monitoring software, you haven't done any work on this show in two years. You're fired. Oh, great. See what I mean, folks? Micromanaging. And the sites you visit all day are sick, pervert. The workers won't stand for this meddling, Sam. I demand my right. Welcome back to the CFMU COVID Countdown. I'm Brittany Smudge, and we are bringing you all the hottest tracks about the ongoing pandemic. Coming in at number five, it's Lil Quarantini with Asymptomatic. Asymptomatic, by the magic. Is crazy. Crazy Number four is the new single from Weezer. <laughs> that was Weezer, get it? Like, Weezer? Next up is Weird Al with PPE. PPE helps us recover. Wear a mask to keep infections down. And make sure to wear a gown. Number two is the Beatles with their first new song in 25 years. Here's the Fab Four with COVID is a hoax, yeah, yeah. Oh, good, you don't have COVID. It's a globalist hoax, you see. COVID is a hoax, yeah, yeah. because listening to them cures COVID and makes you immortal and cool, here's Cat Drugs from Lunchmeat. Thank you, Lunchmeat, for fixing everything again. And now, with a report on traffic, and not a scene we just had lying around from when we used different mics and stuff, here's Janet playing a reporter, I guess. Being stuck in traffic. It's one of life's little chores, but City Hall's latest effort to do something about it seems to have backfired. We now go live to Dank Lummox at the site of the recently installed roundabout that was supposed to relieve congestion. Dank? That's right, Sandra. I'm here at the corner of Bluff Road and Highway 10 and a half, where the new roundabout has been met with chaos and confusion. In the time I've been here, I've witnessed no fewer than eight crashes. Nine crashes, and I've been told this is on the lower end of things. Why do you think that is, Dank? Well, for starters, it's not one way. Come again, Dank? That's right, Sandra. Direction is left to the discretion of each driver. Needless to say, drivers can't seem to agree on which direction to go. And what's that noise in the background, Dank? Well, Sandra, there are multiple bulldozers on hand to shunt the wreckage off into a pile. We've also seen issues caused by the parking permits. Parking permits, Dank? That's right, Sandra. Every tenth driver is required to park in the roundabout whether they want to or not. Tell me, Dank, are there any other factors at play here? In a word, Sandra, yes. The only sign you see when approaching the roundabout is a 30-foot neon one that reads, Yeehaw, partner, it's roundabout time. 
And what does that mean, Dank? Hard to say, Sandra. I spoke to the mayor earlier today who told me they're keeping a long-term perspective and looking for innovative solutions on improving traffic. And how exactly will a two-way roundabout with parking and a cowboy sign improve traffic, Dank? Well, Sandra, though some are questioning the competence of city council, the mayor assured me that they're encouraged by the initial results. So, Dank, any advice for people driving to work this morning? Please plan to take alternate routes as two ambulances just drove into each other and exploded at this one. Hi, I'm Emily Courtney, author of the FlexJob.com post, The Benefits of Working From Home, colon, Why the Pandemic Isn't the Only Reason to Work Remotely. If I sound different from normal, there's probably something wrong with your ears. Get rid of them. I'm stopping by Work It here to give some additional advice just for you Work It listeners. It's only for you, though. If you see any comedy bang-bang listeners trying to weasel in on this, give them the old Forval how-do-you-do i.e. stab them. Work it listeners only. Benefit one is better work-life balance. In the article, I said working from home makes it easier to juggle your job with chores, like a workout or a doctor's appointment. You can just take a break from work and go to your doctor. And what's nice is your doctor is also working from home. Uh Uh-oh, her office is a huge mess, and she's injecting you with 100 cc's of whiteout. Nighty-night. Benefit two was less commute stress. It's true that it's no fun to sit in your car or on an overcrowded subway for an hour on the way to and from work. Unfortunately, it's also true that you can't see your friends or go to shows or visit your family anymore, so I guess you'll just stay at home, eating vegan Rob's dairy-free cheddar puffs and maybe lifting a 20-pound weight twice a month instead. Your daily step count is now 100% toilet-related. Benefit three is location independence. In other words, you can work for companies all over the world. Ever hear of globalization? Did it have a good effect on the salaries and job security of expendable workers? Probably. Hey, maybe companies will start outsourcing their work to you. They save money, you don't starve, win-win. It also means you don't have to live in expensive cities just to keep your job. The city stays expensive and you're stuck in some backwater like Hamilton, Ontario, for example. And I guess you're making money for the people who can afford to live there in civilization. But, huh, where was I going with that? Benefit four is improved inclusivity. Before remote work, income inequality, lack of affordable housing, etc., had priced many people out of business districts and, therefore, out of many jobs. With remote work, that's a thing of the past. All these nice pores can VPN in from their remote hovels and resolve support tickets better than ever. Probably best to cut salaries, they'll probably spend it on booze anyway. And I guess there's six more benefits, but you know, I'm only writing this to fill up the last couple minutes of the show, so that ought to do it. Oh, what? If you want a good podcast, listen to Dexter Guff or Branchburg or Who Killed Jeff Boot? Not this crap. Or good God, read a book. I've been on a Hans Fallada kick recently. Tried to read Paul Beatty's The Sellout, but it started really bad. Does it get better? Anyways, yeah, that should get us to about 30 minutes. See ya! 
There it is, folks. Episode 39 in the can. You've been acting so remote lately. Why don't you cuddle up and follow at WorkItPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Visit widgetmag.com for a warm feeling inside. Mastering by Alex Gilson, at GilsonAlex4 on Twitter. Listen to this as Branchburg. Editing by Josh Clasco, who recently had a couple pieces on hard times. He's at Josh Clasco on Twitter. See you next Zoom call.